What is going on, guys? It's your boy D and Ed back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards episode. Today, we got some news about the Indiana Pacers looking to rebuild. Are the Wizards interested? Karis LeVert, Miles Turner, Sabonis, possibly all on the move. Should the Wizards be involved? I mean, let's take a look. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It's your boy, DNA, back at you guys again with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. It, um, today, it was tweeted out, I believe by Shams. That the Indiana Pacers looking to rebuild, you know, they're off to record-wise, they're off to a pretty rough season, you know, and it's, they're looking to move on. It's time to start over, chop it down, blow it up. Karis LeVert, Miles Turner, DeMontis Sabonis, all possibly on the move. It got was just Twitter talking. You know, a lot of people was sending out their ideal trades, their potential trades, People was talking about who they didn't want to trade, et cetera, trying to be a little picky with the assets. I mean, what's your take on it? Who who do you want? What kind of trades are you looking at? Yeah, um, I was kind of surprised. I have not been following the Pacers so far this year. I mean, they kicked our butts last night. I, I was looking – we made them look like a legitimate uh, playoff contender. So when I heard the news, I was like, what in the world was going on? Then I looked at the standings. And I see they're ten and sixteen. They're like the, the they're the third worst team. Like the only teams that they're above in the Eastern Conference is the Orlando Magic, who are five and twenty, and the Detroit Pistons, who are four and nineteen. Um, so uh, I, I kind of I basically respect their decision. Uh, like we told before, they're kind of like in that middle of the pack team. They're in basketball purgatory where they're not a championship contender, and they're not really going to be a fourth or fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. So um, it's kind of surprising because you know Rick Carlisle is a coach that usually coaches. Uh, winning teams have been on the Mavericks. They've been in the playoffs every year. But aside, beside all that, um, of course, Sabonis. I mean, the guy dropped 30 points. It was it was probably one of the easiest 30-point games I've seen in my life. Uh, he went 11 for 15 from the field last night. The pick and roll was unstoppable. I mean, he had a couple dunks, offensive rebounds. He dominated against us. So I would love to have a guy like Sabonis. And he's 25 years old. He looks like he's 30. Um, you feel like he's been in the league for so long, but he's only 25 years old. And also his contract – is very very favorable. He's he's on a four year seventy four million dollar contract, so it's only eighteen million dollars per year. I mean, you look, it's only two million dollars more than Davies Bertans, the Latvian laser. Um, so so that, that's just crazy. He's an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty four, so his contract is not even that long. Really has what uh, three years, including this year. So his contract is a very 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 favorable contract. It definitely could work. With the Washington Wizards, you know, the assets that you probably have to give up that, you know, Wizards fans would probably think of, you're not going to trade Davies Bertans, guys. I'm going to just let everybody know that we're not going to be able to trade Davies. I don't think the Pacers would want Davies Bertans for Miles Turner, Karis LeVert, or uh, Sabonis, in my opinion. If I were their GM, I would not want to trade for Davies. Um, so the the most likely candidates we would have to give up would probably, probably be 
a uh, Thomas Bryan who's coming back from an ACL. Um, to be realistic, from to get to to get Sabonis, who is an All Star caliber player, you're probably gonna have to give up one of the young guys. And I know nobody wants to part with Rui. I don't blame people for that. Nobody really wants to part with Denny because you see the potential in those guys. But honestly, if you do want to compete and be a contender, you might have to throw one of those young first round picks that we just got uh, for a guy like Sabonis. He's not gonna be traded for a bag of chips. You're gonna have to give up somebody um, to get him. And he would be, I think, he would be a good pairing along, alongside Bradley Bill. He's not much of a shooter. Um, would you have to give up Gaff? I don't think so. I don't think Montrez either. Um, but, yeah, it would probably be Thomas Bryant. You might have to throw in Kuz. You might have to throw in KCP. And, like I said, one of the, one of the young guys. You, you probably have to throw in one of those young guys for Sabonis. If I'm the Pacers, I would be asking for Rui, in my opinion, because he's, or, or, or Denny, one of those young guys. If they're trying to rebuild, they would try to get younger. Um, and as far as trading first-round picks, um, there was a tweet from because we're we're kind of handicapped with the picks too because of the Russell Westbrook trade that we had with the with the protections on it. Um, we can't the to make a move because of the 2023 lottery protected first round pick that was sent to Houston, but now it's an OKC in the Thunder's possession. You know the Thunder they love having first round picks, so they probably have like 10, 10 first round picks after all the trades they made. Uh, we can't trade any picks from the twenty twenty three season to twenty twenty six because of the protections attached to the pick. So that is the kind of the monkey wrench in uh, us trading for guys like a Sabonis or a Miles Turner or Karis LeVert. Um, so it would be interesting, but if, if the Wizards want to make a playoff push, then, you know, I, I wouldn't be mad going after Sabonis or, or possibly a, a Miles Turner. The fit would be interesting though with Miles Turner. Yeah. And um, I'm glad um, Kevin Folly. I hope I pronounced your yeah, last name. Yeah, shout out to Kevin Folly for that tweet. Um, for that tweet, because a lot of people don't know that. You know, I mean, I don't really keep up with like the protection side of things and stuff like that. So I'm <laughs> glad that he puts that out there because a lot of people don't know that. You know, they'll just say like, "Oh, this pick," or throw that pick on there. They don't think about the protections and all the technical and um stuff about it. But I mean, I would love a Sabonis man. I really would. You know, the Wizards have always been like a backcourt-oriented team, whereas like backcourt guys, their best players are always in the backcourt, never the front court. It's always backcourt heavy. It will be a nice little switch up, and that's why I always really liked Cat. You know, it'll be a nice little switch up to have a dominant post player down low. You know, like Gafford isn't a, a post-up player. Uh, Montrez isn't really a post-up player. He's a face-up player. I would, I mean, and also he's more of an undersized, undersized, you know, scale of things. But to have a guy like Sabonis who can really put his back to the basket, if you got weak interior defense or you're lacking on the interior defense, like the Wizards were, he could, he could drop thirty on you, you know. And he, he's good. He facilitates. He, you know, he ha- always has those kind of like mini triple double stat lines. Kind of like he had against the Wizards. Um, if I look really quickly, yeah, he had 30, 10 rebounds, and six assists. You know, you having those mini triple double games. I've seen that from him consistently. But I mean, he's an okay three point shooter. He's not like he doesn't excel at it, but I think he's shooting in the twenty percent this year in the three point at the three from the three point line. But I've I've said multiple times. You know, I like the death. It's nice to have death and whatnot. But I mean, if you can get a guy that's like certified, you I say you got to take the risk. You got to go do it, man. It's hard. If you if we're not looking to 
just we're not looking to the Wizards aren't looking to just be good. That's not the goal of playing the game. The goal of playing the game in any sport is to win the championship. That's what they play for. You know, obviously money as well, blah blah blah. But to win the championship, and to do that, you know, you got to take risk. And if guys become available that are clear upgrades and just can really boost your team and move the needle, like I said, I feel like a Sabonis can. You can slide him in there next to a DG and have Sabonis stay at the five like he was in Indianapolis. I mean, Indiana. I, I mean, I think that's really nice. I, I think that could be really nice. Um, Levert. Eh, I mean, I'm all right on him. Miles Turner. I don't know how that, you know, the fit would be, especially with DG, because I don't see DG, especially with him just being signed. I don't see him going anywhere. I think it'll be harder to trade Hachimura because, you know, he hasn't had anything on film in the NBA. People will bring up Olympics, but I'm talking about NBA. He hasn't had anything on film from the NBA since last season. People don't really know what's going on with him right now currently. So who knows how high the stock is on him. But... Man, I, I would love to see a Sabonis, a dominant front court guy on this team, and switch it up from, you know, just being so backcourt heavy to having somebody in the front court for once. You know, that, that can really do damage to teams, especially on the interior, you know, and, and that helps as far as opening up guys like Bradley Bill and, and KCP, et cetera. And like you said, yeah, you may have to give up a guy you, you really like, like a Diddy or potentially a Rui, et cetera. But you can't be picky, man. You know, if you Wizards people, Wizards people fans be talking about they want a big name, and then no, I don't want to trade him, or no, I don't. You can't trade him for it. They be like Davies Berton and some picks. Come on, man. <laughs> you see what? You see how we tweet about him, etc., and talk about him every day. Come on, man. You know, you you, you can't try to skimp these teams and, and be cheap and, and be picky. Somebody you like is gonna have to go, and, that, and that's just the facts. Oh yeah, for sure, and. I like everything you said. I mean, with with the front court, Trez and Gaff have we're we're just better when we go through um, the bigs rather than our guards because clearly we can't shoot threes. Um, but Sabonis would definitely make this team better. Um, but before I, I I do have a little bit more to say about Sabonis and Turner. It, it's just an intriguing thing, and you know it's so early that teams are ready to blow it up. What makes it even more intriguing? I was a little surprised to see the tweet. But uh, before we do get more into the trade talk, and then we'll talk about some of the offensive struggles with the Wizards and maybe some lineup changes they can make. This episode is brought to you by Calm. Do you want to know what makes LeBron James King James? Sleep. That's right. Sleep is his superpower. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. When it comes to athletes, we need to focus on physical fitness, but there's another side to the game that's just as important mental fitness calm the number one app for sleep and meditation has teamed up with lebron james to help you train your mind and become the champion version of yourself lebron and calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body but you don't have to be a world champion to learn how to train it for lebron sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine as he says quote getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things i can do for my body and mind from the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime sleep stories Calm puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I wake up ready for any challenge, unquote. So if you head to calm.com.com slash locked on NBA for a limited time, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium subscription. 
With Calm, you have access to the nature scenes. LeBron loves like rain on leaves and so much more like sleep stories and meditation so you can be ready for any challenge that life throws your way. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron and using Calm. We get 40% off discount on Calm Premium subscri- subscription at calm.com slash locked on NBA unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on NBA. That's calm.com slash locked on NBA. This episode is also brought to you by Bill Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar from Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in the calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. You Will you have raspberry, or mint brownie, or cherry, or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel. My favorite flavor is the cookies and cream. You need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Because the season of peace and love, don't bring your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. They'll fight for it and things could get out of hand. Like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. All right, so some of the last the last points I want to make, because I, I did want to go over Sabonis' numbers real quick, because mm-hmm. He, he's a Wizards killer. I mean, every time he plays yeah. this, he's averaging 17 points, 12 boards, four assists. Every time he plays this, he he just he be, he he puts up big numbers. And he's a really good passer too. Last year he averaged six assists per game. He had a he had a triple double against us. I want to say in, in one of the games we played against him and in the play-in. And he averaged four assists per game. And then also, you know, I love Gaff, but Sabonis doesn't get in foul trouble. Like he got Gaff in foul trouble so quick last night. And then Trez, we kind of see the deficiencies in his game. Like sometimes he he can be undersized or he is an undersized big and defensively guarding the pick and roll. He struggles with that. You know, like I said before, you know, we saw how he struggled with the Lakers and didn't get a lot of playing time. Same thing with the Clippers. When it, when the game slows down and gets to the playoffs, we see some of the deficiency, deficiencies with Montrez. Now, I would love to see the fit with Bradley Bill and Sabonis if it does happen. Miles Turner, it could potentially fit because he can shoot threes, like you said. He can space out the floor, and he's a great shot blocker. He had he instantly had like three blocks last night against the Washington Wizards. And, and defensively, you know, Gaff is a good rim protector, but Miles Turner doesn't get in foul trouble. So they would help if we could get one or the other. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to make us a championship contender, but, you know, we could probably be a fourth or a fifth seed, maybe a third seed if things could work out. Um, that's the ceiling. I still don't think either any, any of the three guys, Lavert. Uh, Sabonis, any of those guys will make us championship contender. And, and all of that, even if we get Sabonis, the point guard play just has to be better. Oh. Dinwiddie cannot play the way he's playing. And Sabonis comes, it's not really going to make a difference, in my opinion, if, if we're still getting the same Dinwiddie. If we're still getting poor point guard play, it's not going to make this team better. It's just not. So we got to, we got to, you know, that's the honest truth with, 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 with what's going on right now. The, the recent play of Dinwiddie. Aaron Holiday, he's trying. He might get involved with a trade too, um, but yeah, it's just not enough. It's just not enough. But I, I do like the idea of trying to get Sabonis, trying to make this team better, especially with that contract too. I think that I think that would be a good deal for the Washington Wizards. 
Yeah, I mean, and I'm glad you brought up the point guard play because to get into the next topic, I mean, the Wizards' defensive and offensive issues. You know, a lot of people have been talking about it. We've been talking about it. Do you kind of, do you think a lineup change should be in order? I mean, if so, who do you think should be replaced? Who do you think should maybe, if not a lineup change, who should get their minutes cut? Who should get Mm -hmm. more minutes? I mean, to try to you know, help defensively because it's been a regression there. And there's always been offensive issues to that. I don't know if with this current team will ever truly like they'll get to a above average offense. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but right now they're below average. I want it to at least get to average. So what, what's your take on that? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, Denny needs more playing time in my opinion. I like how he played against the Patriots last night. He got taken out once he got in a rhythm. He made a layup and then made a nice pass to Kuz. Um, I didn't like that. And then once they took him out, that's when the Pacers went on a run. Um, I don't think they'll change the starting lineup, but I think guys could get some more playing time. Davies, you know, we're, we're just giving Davies a hard time, and it's rightfully so at the same time. He, he He's taking bad shots. It's not just that he's missing shots, but the, shot that he, the threes that he's taking are bad. It's like he barely can see the rim when he's taking the shots. Um, Corey Kispert came in and got playing time when uh, Davies had that, that stomach virus and really wasn't much of a drop-off at, at all, to be honest. It might have been an upgrade a little bit with Corey Kispert in there. Um, but, yeah, Denny, I want to see Denny run some point because if, if Denny's not going to be aggressive, if he's going to be, you know, um, timid and, and not thinking about going into the paint, he only wants to shoot threes. If the knee is not good, we don't know what's going on with the knee, if that's a reason why he stopped going to the paint. And there's a reason why Bradley Bill can drop 30 points without Dinwiddie. But when Dinwiddie plays, he can't drop 30 points. He can't even get to 25. Um, there's just a disconnect there. So maybe they, they need to switch up playing time and switch up minutes for guys, you know, because I, I just think I think Denny needs some more playing time at the point. I want to see how that works out. And Bradley Bill, maybe let him play the point a little bit, too. If we're going to get um, below average point guard play, then, you know, Bradley Bill looked good in that Dallas Mavericks game. Being the point, even though he has had the turnover trouble, but that that was the best Bradley Bill game was when he was handling the ball against the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, I mean, like I said, as far as the offensive issues, I spoke about it previously. I mean, simplifying the offensive scheme may be the way to go, limiting some of the guys' roles who may be doing a little bit extra and doing more than maybe they have in their previous roles with other teams in KCP's role, you know, as far as being with the Lakers and just being more of a catch-and-shoot guy. Bradley Bill in the previous Wizards offense just being mainly a scorer, you know, with maybe a side of facilitating, but mostly there to just get buckets. I mean, and as far as Dinwiddie, I think maybe he feels like with guys like KCP and Kyle Kuzma, maybe he feels like he needs to get them the ball. Maybe Denny should be in there as well, so there's less pressure, etc. I mean, Dinwiddie needs to focus on being a hooper too. And yes, you want ball movement, and those things will come. You penetrate, you crash a defense, you can always make the right pass, but I think he just needs to focus on trying to get his, man. Be a little selfish. Be a little selfish and try to get his. And I think maybe that'll help the offense. Now, I don't know if the Wizards have the keys to ever be an above-average offense, above average offense but i want him to at least try to get to be in an average offense because it's a b- below average right now it's nasty it's really nasty defensively 
if if the Wizards say, okay, look, offensively, we struggling. We're not a good offense. So let's just go full out on defense. You know, Denny starting, KCP's on the coming, I mean, coming off the bench. You start Denny, et cetera. And you like, all right, guys, we're going full out on defense. We playing scrappy every night. And we're going to have these low score wins. And that's just going to be our identity defensively. And we finna lock in. Another thing is Daniel Gafford can't get early fouls. Anytime he gets early fouls, Montrez has to come in and play against these starting bigs. You know, he's going to get crushed. He's, he's not good at defending, you know, starting big quality guys. You know, it's tougher for him. You know, so DG, it's important for him to stay out of foul trouble early. When he when he stays out of foul trouble, it helps. You know, he's in there longer. He's able to continue to protect the paint, et cetera, and help with that interior presence. When he doesn't, it's going to be an issue defensively. Like, it is. His play and staying out of foul trouble is so key for this team's defense. It's insanely important. But, if I, like I said, if I was to make a defensive change, I would say Denny's the only real guy that I can see replacing somebody right now off mm-hmm. the bench. I would just say Denny. Yeah. And we, we just got to wait for Rui to come back at TB. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in January. And we just don't know when Rui's going to come back. Um, so, you know, I think those guys will help, but, you know, they're not going to – it's not going to be, a, you know, a, a colossal change. But they will help. They definitely will help. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see much changes. But guys on the starting line, they just got to play with energy and come out and play harder. Offensively, we're just terrible from the three. We don't make wide-open threes. That's been our problem. That's been our Achilles heel. Teams play zone, and they take us out of our game. We don't get fast break points. We don't push the ball. Kuzma's trying to push the ball now. So, yeah, just simplifying the offense, let these guys get comfortable, more pick and roll, more cuts. And guys just got to hit open shots. Right now, we're we're just terrible with with wide open threes. We just cannot hit threes for some reason. Yeah, and one point before um, I get to one of our messages, I mean, Cal Kuzma wants to run, but a lot of times nobody wants to run with Kuz, so that's weird to me. But before we get into the Wizards-Pistons preview, guys, I do have a message from my friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march to the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And I want to thank you guys once again for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. So, Ed, I don't know if you look at this as a must win, but you got the Pistons coming in here, one of the bottom teams in the Eastern Conference. Wizards struggling, trying to get a dub. What's your keys to the game? Yo, what's what's your bold prediction looking like? Yeah, I, I hate to say this, but I, I would not be surprised if we lose to the Pistons. I really won't. And the way we've been playing, we we've gotten we've basically gotten handled. The Pacers handled us, uh, the Raptors handled us, and they they've handled us early. Like the Cavaliers, they got us out the way early. It wasn't even a contest, to be honest with you. We gotta go out there, we gotta punch somebody in the mouth, we gotta be physical, we gotta get back to the way we were playing basketball in the beginning. Uh probably win an ugly game. A defensive game, we got to get some stops. They're going to come up and play hard, man. Isaiah Stewart, he's going to be coming out there looking for blood. Um, Jeremy Grant, 
He's gonna be he's gonna be playing hard. Kate Cunningham is getting better. He's progressing. Uh, Sadiq Bay is I liked him last year as a rookie. I thought he was a good three point shooter. I thought he was a guy that we could have picked up or drafted last year. Um, but um, the Pistons they're a scrappy team. They they play hard. Their record's not good. They just lost to the Thunder, so that's two bad young teams who played each other last night. Um, but do not sleep on these Pistons. If we keep playing basketball, coming out there lackadaisically, not having energy in that first quarter, starting off down by ten. The Pistons, they could run away with this game too. They really can. We're not, we're not playing good ball right now. But my keys are playing hard, being physical, playing scrappy, rebounding the basketball, playing tough defense, moving the ball, facilitating the ball. When we have at least five or six guys in double figures, that's that's been the winning formula. And Spencer Dinwiddie, please be aggressive. Please go to the basket. Please try to create some contact. Get to the free throw line. We got to get to the free throw line. We got to put some pressure on them. Get these guys off balance. Same thing with Bradley Bill. Both of these guys need to be aggressive at the same time. Looking at mm-hmm. Brad and Spencer, they need to be aggressive at the same time. I don't see the reasoning why one guy has to be aggressive, one guy's not, and one guy when somebody else doesn't play. Oh, I want to go out there and, and score 30, 35 points, um, and, and and get the ball to the bigs, get the ball to Trez, and Gafford's got to stay out of foul trouble. He's got to stay out of foul trouble. Um, looking at the Pistons scores, Jeremy Grant had twenty points last night. Sadiq Bay had fifteen. Kate Cunningham had twenty eight points, so he can fill it up. He's starting to get comfortable in the NBA. He, you know, he 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 um, was hurt the first couple of games, but he's starting to get comfortable. Um, and they got a couple guys off the bench, and that's really it. But they're, they're just a young team. This, this is a team. This is a game that we should win. But once again, if we keep playing the way we're playing. Uh, we, we can fool around and lose this game, and this will be a red flag, a um, uh, a code red alert loss if we lose this game. Yeah, it will be code red. The Pistons are on a nine-game losing streak. Nine mm. games, loss, <laughs> losses. And if the Wizards are that team to give them, you know, that first win after that nine-game losing streak, it's going to be really bad. That's just not only is it the Pistons, a bottom team, a young team, they're on a nine-game losing streak. So it, it's just it, – it's no excuse. I get the Wizards are on a skid right now, but you facing a team that's on an even worse skid right now that has, you know, a, a lot of young talent, good talent, like you said, Sadiq, Isaiah Stewart, uh, Jeremy Grant, obviously, Kate Cunningham. But Wizards got to get this dub, man. They should get this dub, 100%. It'll be, you know, like I said, the Pistons fight. They don't lay down. They play tough games. But they got to get this dub, man. They they got to. They got to go out there and win. Bill need to eat. Dimity needs to be aggressive. And better improve defense. Rebound the ball. Cut the turnovers off. I mean, not all down. Cut the turnovers right. down. I wish they could cut them off. Cut the turnovers down. <laughs> and, I mean, defend the paint. Defend the paint. Make these guys shoot contested threes. Make these guys shoot contested jump shots. And let's walk out of Detroit with a W, man. Because this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad if they lose to Detroit. It's going to be really bad. Um, I mean, as far as my bold prediction, I say the Wizards win by 10-plus points. They win oh, wow. this game by 10-plus points. It's, yeah. it's, it's a – and I don't say 10-plus like – it was close, and then they blew it out. I, I think I think the Wizards, I think the Wizards handle the Pistons. I think they handle them. This is one of those no sweat games. Mm-hmm. So yeah. ten plus points. And I don't see they don't have a lot of bigs. They got Isaiah Stewart and, and Trey Lyles, so they don't really have a lot of bigs like the Pacers. You know they got Miles Turner, they got Sabonis, um, and their bigs were killing us last night. Well, really mainly Sabonis. 
Um, and then they don't have a lot of long wings either. Like Pascal was just really hurting us. And then the Cavaliers, their, their bigs were, were hurting us too. Evan Mobley and Jared Allen and their guards. So we got to guard the pick and roll. The pick and roll defense has been atrocious as well. It has been disgustingly bad. Um, Jared Allen dunked the ball whenever he felt like doing it off the pick and roll. And then, um, Sabonis dunked the ball every time he got a chance. So pick and roll defense has to improve tomorrow. And I think this team, you know, they can do the pick and roll, but it's not as lethal as a Sabonis or as a Jared Allen and Darius Garland type pick and roll. So uh, my bold prediction is we're going to facilitate the ball. We're going to have multiple scores. We're going to have six or seven. I'm going to say six guys in double figures. That's going to be my bold prediction. And we win. And like I hate to say it, but like I said, I, I won't be surprised if we lose this game. <laughs> I really won't. I hate to say it, but I, I got us win this game. I do. I, I got us win to get get the back on track. The schedule coming up is pretty tough. It's the Jazz, Nuggets, and Suns. Play the Jazz. The next five games after the Pistons game, we play the Jazz, Nuggets, Suns. We play the Jazz twice, the Nuggets, the Suns, and the Kings are playing better ever since they fired Luke Walton. So this is a team – and then we play the Nets after after we play those five Western West Conference games. So we this is this is a must win game. If it's, I know it's early in the year, but this is the biggest must win game in the, in the early parts of the season. Yeah, I mean, I've spoken about the schedule before. It's a gauntlet coming up, so they better lock in and they better lock in quick, or it can get ugly. But that's all we got for you guys today. Thank you guys once again for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. Now for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Hopefully, guys, the next time we're back with you is after a dub against the Pistons. We can only hope. <laughs> right. All right, you guys. Thank you for watching. Make sure you guys sub on YouTube and wherever you get a podcast and hit the notification bell as well. Everybody have a good one. Peace and hail to the wizards. Peace.